Gennaro Rewind, hosted by Matt Namofsky. Hello NRL fans, welcome back to the NRL Rewind podcast. I'm your host Matt Namofsky. Welcome to a little Supercoach bonus pod. Really wanted to get on and talk about a situation that I'm currently experiencing in my draft league. Sure, a lot of you guys are doing the same and also some implications for classic. I want to talk about the Melbourne Storm fullback position, uh, a position that's given everyone a lot of a lot of points this year, uh, won a lot of matchups. Uh, but now we're down to the business end and uh, we've got two fullbacks right now trying to play, you know, within 80 minutes. Um, and, yeah, just wanted to kind of talk about the two options, you know, we're always talking about Ryan Pappenhausen and Nico Hines here. And, you know, are they viable options? Uh, can you win a finals league with these two guys? Uh, in classic, can you hold one of them? So starting off before we get into the stats, I heard an interesting one from Cam Munster after the game um, against Manly where, you know, the question was proposed to him, you know, do you, how, how is the Pappenhausen Hines fit going to work? And, he brought up, you know, the Brandon Smith-Harry Grant partnership right now where you have two guys that can't be in the starting lineup but, you know, complement each other really well. They can, you know, one thing does, you know, Hines with the ball playing, Pappy with the running. Um, and for a hooker, that's okay because, you know, constantly hands on the ball, you know, can, can make your own points. But at fullback, you kind of do need to be, you know, plugged in and get a bit of a, bit of a groove. And we've seen ever since Pappenhausen come back onto the bench, uh, you've seen Nico Hines get um, interchanged, but also just the general attack of the two, you know, Hines is a player that loves to have that ball. He, he's a very much a ball in hand type of guy, loves to get the feel of the ball and, you know, build into his innings, so to speak. And really, you know, he, as a cricketer, he's one of those guys that knocks around for the first hour and won't really kick on. But, you know, once he's set, he's in. Papi is a little bit more... You know, he he can burst in little spurts, but right now he's obviously coming back from his injury. He's very tentative still in his running style. So our fullback is not really working. And let's kind of talk through. So I guess we can talk with Ryan Pappenhausen first because he's the guy at the start of the year, was an absolute weapon, got the got the shoulder injury first against the Roosters and then obviously the the head knock in Magic Round against the Dragons from the high shot from Terrell Fuma Ono. So... Let's talk about Pappy first. He's back now, uh, a couple of weeks now, coming off the bench still. So he's all the way down to 551k. He's gonna he's dropped another 60k this week because he only got a 30 odd. So from for this season perspective, they do have a very nice last three games. So if Turbo does get some rest before the finals, which I don't think he will, because they're gonna be fighting for that top four spot, he will drop into the four hundred thousands. And if they're going to keep bringing him off for a couple more weeks and a couple more weeks, he might get right near that 400,000. Is he a player for the last two rounds? He's definitely, he's at 9% ownership right now. So it's going to be telling to see, you know, if that number does go up because right now he's definitely a sellout player because the points just aren't there. And if Nico Hines is still on the interchange bench, which he will have to be for the rest of the season, whether they inject him, you know, at 13, 9, giving... Munster or Hughes will a spell. Nico Hines will be there. So I think Ryan Pappenhausen as a super coach option this year, especially with only being a fullback, is done, unfortunately. For me, I've got both in draft. I have to start Pappenhausen every week, uh, even when he's on the bench. 
just for that impact factor. If he's back in the starting lineup and Hines on the bench, I would captain Pappenhausen as my only captaincy option. Uh, I think a lot of guys who drafted Pappenhausen number one and have held to this point. Is there an option to trade him? Absolutely. I think if you can go for you know one of one of the premier fullbacks in terms of a a Kalen Ponga, you know if you've got a uh, obviously Tedesco is out, out of reach. You know, if we just look at fullbacks right now, you know, I think Gutherson, they're such a, run, a strong run home for Parramatta. I don't really see it. So if that Gutherson owner wants to do a bit of a switch, at least you know Gutherson's going to get the 60 minutes, the 80 minutes, sorry, I think that will work. I think Turbo is out of the question. Adam Dewey, interesting. You could ask the Dewey owner. Uh, Turbo, uh, T- Turbo, no, Teddy, no. Will Kennedy. The difference between Pappenhaus and getting, you know, 60-odd minutes and Kennedy, no. Looking down Latrell, maybe uh, I would uh, do that, especially with um, them getting a couple of troops back. I guess the really interesting one to me is, do you go to the Reese Walsh owner in your league and just say Pappenhaus and for Reese Walsh straight up? What, is, what does that do? Um, because all of a sudden, Reese Walsh becomes very, in a, uh, very interesting with his um his run home, you know they've got the the Bulldogs, the Broncos, the Raiders, and the Titans. So th- there is definitely a play there for for Reese Walsh. Um, but yeah, I think Pappenhausen that basically rules out Pappenhausen for what you can do moving forward. Let's go to Nico Hines. He's a bit more interesting because he is in the centres. So uh, he was eight hundred ten thousand before the week had a break out hundred two hundred thousand. Season dropped out a hundred thousand. He'll be around that seven hundred thousand mark. He's in 31% of the league, so he's still very highly owned. A lot of people did sell before this week. But I think that jewel and the fact that he's going to be, you know, he's going to be coverage, you know, if a Munster needs a rest, if a Hughes needs a rest, if a Pappenhausen, you know, gets rested a week. Nico Hans can come straight in and Melbourne have a good run in the last three. The question is, do you want to sell and make that cash to upgrade somewhere else? Or do you just hold Hines because, obviously, Prezo trades are a premium He'll be a warm body. Yes, he's going to get you, you know, maybe 30 off the bench. If he does start, he has a chance for, you know, a 70 to 100. Very hard to tell. You know, I think oh, personally, I've got him in classic. I'm kind of wanting to hold on just because I know Melbourne look like they might run away with the, the minor premiership soon. So Jerome Hughes has been battling a couple of injuries. You know, Munster would not surprise me. They both get a little bit of a rest here moving into the finals. And if you can have... Nico Hines on the weeks that people don't have him. All of a sudden becomes very interesting now. Yes, the cash is going to drop. But look, you know, he was, I think he was about 350,000 at start. He's at 800,000 right now. He's going to drop, obviously. I think there's still movement. There's still chance for you to, you know, he's not going to bottom all out 200,000. You know, we've got four, we got five games left, four games left here. So at the end of the day, you know, if you're going to do a trade out to, make cash a lot of people don't have that many trades left like i've got four personally so for me the the factor of taking him out to try and make cash it makes sense but i think i'm just going to hold and you know if he does get a run as a, in the starting side then I'll, I'll, I'll happily take it but for me the team's basically set you know these four trades are now just basically if i can get the the 17 guys a week that that's all we really need to kind of get through to the end you know the push for the top thousand k Look, it would have been nice. I think there's a couple of couple of times in the year I could have done a different trade to get 
to get it done, but obviously didn't get it done. So I think I'm I'm basically done where I am now. I think there's, you know, one or two trades I could possibly do is just shed some cash and, you know, pick up an extra guy, but it's it's nearly done now. So I think for me, just going to roll, roll with it. From a draft perspective, again, if you've got Pappy, I think you have to play no matter what. You've gone this far. If you can get a trade, amazing. If you can't get a trade, you play him. You know, you've held him for this long. You, you hope that, you know, maybe even next week he starts. He's got the Raiders next week, which is their what I would say is their last tough game of the year. You know, if they can get if he starts for the in the Raiders game and gets through it, um credit to you. But you know, look looking after the Raiders, which is probably a lot of people's super coach finals. You've got the Titans, the Eels, and the Sharks. You know, winnable t- winnable games, and really they can put the foot down on some of those. So I guess wanted to kind of talk through my thought process. I've got both in draft in class in draft. Sorry. I'm going to keep both. I'll play both. Even, you know, if Hines turns into off the bench, is he better than the fourth center wing that's on a waivers right now with all these injuries? Probably is. So I'll be keeping both and running both. In draft, I think Uppenhausen is a cross. Unfortunately, he's going to get really low, which is going to be amazing for next year because he started this year about 500K. And next year, he's going to be, you know, about 450, 500K when you really think about it, unless he goes crazy in these last couple of rounds. So for next year, it works out fantastically. Uh, but for this year, I think he's a write-off. The Heinz one, it's interesting. If you want to, if you've got two trades left and you can do a Heinz to, you know, a serviceable guy like a Bradman Best or a oh, Herbie Farmworth or one of those guys, and then, you know, upgrade you know, another position and get a stud in the forwards to, you know, get you a solid 70 every week. You can do that. I see no problem with that. It's just at this stage of the game, you know, with all the injuries and suspensions going on, a guy that's going to be playing even off the bench, I think you just have to keep right now because the warm bodies is where you need. And like I said, do not be surprised if a Pappenhausen, a Hughes or a Munster gets a rest. Um, you know, even the centers, if Remus Smith gets a, a rest, you know, I can see Nico being a Mr. Fix in these last four rounds. So I think, for me, I'll be a person be holding Nico. Won't be touching uh, Pappy in draft, in classic, and keeping both in draft is where I'll be going. So I'd be interested to see what you guys are thinking. Um, you know, I've been seeing on the Facebook posts in some of the super coach groups a lot of talk about Heinz and, you know, some people in asking for trade offers in Pappenhausen in draft. So going to be a very, very telling last couple of weeks to see what everyone does. So thanks for listening, guys. Have a great day. Hear from you soon. Cheers.